0: I come. stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Ah, we're
1: back, Popo Nation. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, Saturday night on WLSAM 890, Chicago. Midnight hour approaching.
0: Warming it up for everybody, bro. Oh, it's shaking. Oh, yeah. Huh? Huh? Getting like October, I'm enjoying the weather. It's all good in the hood. Yeah, man. you won't be in a
1: few days when that white stuff hits the ground, but uh, it's coming. It's all good. They're man. getting hammered out west already. <laughs> I'm not ready for
0: it. That's what my Uggs are for.
1: Just... I need another sixty days. Heat, <laughs> please dial it up. Uggs. Br- call Brant Miller. Tell him to fix it.
0: Tell him to slow it down, right?
1: Yeah, the way down. Where you down? I don't want to that, see salt trucks, snow plows. Tell that gesturing to chill out. Yes. Well, hey, apparently if we sell, sell, sell some dope on Michigan Avenue, you'd be okay, though.
0: <laughs> right? According to a few people, yeah. According to
1: a few people, very upset. I, I love this story. Why? Because the most boisterous, loudest dude in the room is not only blind, he's deaf. <laughs> he. <laughs> he, he's he, he's in there throwing down, man. He wants some marijuana dispensaries on Michigan Avenue, and he doesn't even use marijuana, said, allegedly. Okay, he, he
0: he protests too much. Yeah. So for so for some context, uh, Lightfoot and her uh, and her uh, peeps, they're having this listening tour. You know, they're going out.
1: Yeah. They're, yeah, they're listening. <laughs> having,
0: having public meetings, right. uh, you know, on the proposed zoning rules surrounding uh, legalized marijuana. Right. And this one guy, what's his name, Brian. UNESCO. Yeah, you go ahead with that one, all right? He gets all boisterous, you know. <laughs> he had a spirited rebuke of uh, the mayor's plan not to have, uh, you know, pot dispensaries in the central business district. That- Hell no. no. I want my pot. <laughs> That's right. And I don't want it to go far for it, mayor. All right? I mean, I guess apparently it's easy for him to get around the uh, the uh, central business district. Downtown, downtown is easier, he said. It's downtown is much easier than. It the is not easy to get around downtown, man. I'd rather take my business, you know, uh, just uh, slightly uh, the periphery uh, areas. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Michigan areas.
1: Avenue next to that Apple Store buying my reefer. Oh I, well, I don't use it, but my friends do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Huh. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, his rebuke was spirited.
1: Yeah, yeah well, very spirited. He had two interpreters with him, right? This guy really went all out. I think, huh? I mean, this is the story. Th- this is actually the story. Out of all the people that showed up, allegedly, you got a guy who's deaf and blind. lighting the join up.
0: I mean, he does make a point. He says that a lot of people with disabilities uh, can benefit from recreational marijuana. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it's going to ease the pain, right?
1: Well, that's what it's supposed to do, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to make you feel better. Feel a whole lot better. It's supposed to medicate, but, right? But Naturally. I'm
0: not, but, yeah, I'm, I agree with you, Paul. I'm not so sure the, uh, oh, we want to have the uh, the pot being sold on Michigan <laughs> Avenue next to the uh, Apple store, yeah. <laughs> Over by there.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know that the, apples, the Apple and pot don't go together, but...
0: They actually do. But some of the finer restaurants, my friend. Actually, pot and apple, they do um, they do go together. You could You could smoke weed through an apple
1: there you go i, I think we're talking <laughs> about the apple computer right the, <laughs> no, the big guys talking about the fruit with, with all the cash in ireland because <laughs> they don't keep it here
0: how about yeah. having a, a dispensary near a, uh, one of those um farmers, farmers market. market yeah Be perfect yeah you know, yes. you're, you got farmers you're growing weed right you, you need a farm to grow weed right or I, you know I, I or think, whatever.
1: i think actually it's a champion idea yeah if, if, that would work yeah <laughs> Out there in Naperville and Glen Ellen, and our all right, Daily Plaza, <laughs> Daily Plaza, <laughs>
0: Daily, Plaza. <laughs> Daily Plaza, every day, every, every Tuesday, from, yeah, every, Tuesday and thir- every Tuesday and Thursday, sell recreational pot <laughs> at the farmers market. Done. You could have like five spots around or in and around the downtown area, Tuesdays and Thursdays between the hours of uh, ten and four. I've solved the city's problems, Paul. No, you
1: wouldn't, because we'd have to have your brothers over there working triple overtime to take care of the traffic jam. <laughs> they'd be losing we'd money on that down,
0: We'd close down the, uh, the, uh, the streets around the uh, Daily Plaza. Like or Dearborn, like Washington, uh, Clark Street. you just have to walk to get there. sale. Walk, that's it. <laughs> yes. Only walking allowed.
1: Pedestrian traffic Pedestrian only.
0: Pedestrian traffic only. And they'd be lined up to the bean. Yeah. Okay? They'd be lined up to the bean. Uh, be, there would be like a maybe a 50-cent admission charge, you know, just for expenses. That's right. I, what's yeah, 50 cents, right? Let's see yeah. if we
1: could get that contract, okay?
0: <laughs> that's
1: a contract worth bidding on, okay? that That is something
0: I'd like to have. Wouldn't you? I love it. I <laughs> love it. I love that contract. I love it. I love it. But well, here, this other guy, Malcolm, he also had a few things to say. But the thing is, he made a false equivalency. He uh, equated selling... Recreational marijuana or having pot stores on Michigan Avenue with selling iPhones on on Michigan Avenue. I'm like, come on. There you go with with the Apple uh you know, uh iPhone reference. As much as the city's gonna tax pot, okay,
1: in the state, they're not even in Apple's league.
0: It's nowhere near right? 1, yeah. hundred five. You've got to make a iPhone. better argument than that, Malcolm. Right. Come yeah. on. Malcolm. I think hmm. get on my bandwagon. No fun Malcolm, we'll call him. No fun Malcolm, right? Yeah. So there you go. Uh, uh, well, Lightfoot's on uh, the old, you know, uh, pot listening tour.
1: I'm, I'm guessing she wasn't listening too much. She's already got her mind made up. I think so. What's next on the lineup? Hell, uh, hey, Channel 9 went through every felony gun case for a month and it had some interesting results about the bail and guns. Mm-hmm. And, you know, FOP and. Generally screaming and hollering at uh, gun violators are revolving door at the county jail, out sometimes without bond, uh, sometimes within hours of getting locked up. Right, right. I mean, and and uh, and here's the big problem, of course, recommitting with another gun offense. Right. So, Channel Nine apparently got tired of listening to all the rhetoric, and guess what?
0: I think the FOP not lying on this one. I think they do have a strong point. Yeah. Oh, I think they have
1: an absolute strong point, man. And even Judge uh, Judge Dart, Tom Dart, who'll probably be a judge one day when he's done being sheriff, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dart says, uh, "Yeah, you know, this is a problem. Yeah. These guys are getting out way too quick."
0: Yeah, you got to treat gun offenders uh, differently than other people. When they passed the uh, Bail Reform Act, I don't think it was the intent for that act to apply to gun offenders. No, do you? I,
1: no, I don't think so either. And and listen. Ain't nobody, uh, DUI guys, possession of drugs, these guys aren't shooting people. Nonviolent generally. offenses. Right. Yes, that's what it's for. These gun guys, though, illegal gun guys, let's make the distinction, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The illegal gun guys, the gangbangers and such, the outlaws, these gun offenders, man, are the ones that are shooting people. They, they, forget the bond. Okay, hey, listen, I think everybody should have a bond, reasonable bond. Right. Nothing silly, crazy. Cash bond? That's right.
0: perfectly fine I mean, with me. But if
1: you're out on bond for a gun beef and you pick up another gun beef, no bond. Or post 500000
0: You Then you could go home. I'd say make it a little bit harder for that first gun beef.
1: I've worked enough gun cases to know sometimes guys get a pinch because somebody's got a gun. Not them
0: necessarily, but it hits the ground and, and it bothers me. But We're going to continue talking yep. about this, Paul, after the break. Oh, Thanks for starting us off tonight, Paul, my nonviolent supporter of a foreign policy that doesn't involve self-dealing quid pro quos, low-level partner in crime. As the Chicago Popo Report gets underway here on a brisk Saturday night, more to come, including how a Texas Ranger uncovered the most prolific serial killer in American history and why another Texas man allegedly robbed a bank a day before his wedding. That and more when we return here on May 90, the Chicago Popo 90.
1: Welcome back, folks. Lupe Acquire, Paul Ciolino on WLS AM 890 to Chicago Popo Report Saturday night. Talking about guns again. Finishing up the story from the last segment, you know, Channel 9 went out and did this uh survey of all the felony cases. 118 adults were charged with felony weapons offenses. 87% were released on bond. The most anyone had to pay to get out was five grand cash. Five G's, nothing. were released the same day. They were arrested on the the very next day. 30% walked out of jail without paying money. They received I bonds. That's my beef. You don't get a free pass, man. All right? You're going to pay. And you're right. You're absolutely right. This is not what the lowering the bonds and, you know, kind of re. Doing the bond system in Cook County is about is letting gun offenders back out on the street to reoffend.
0: Yeah, these could be f- referred to as uh, unintentional co- unintentional consequences of the uh, bail reform act.
1: I don't know what these judges are doing, man. Yeah. I mean, are they reading the papers? Are they looking at the people who get killed? Apparently and, not. You know, I mean, we could kill people killed with cars, with knives, baseball bats, ball peen hammers, but the vast majority of them are getting
0: killed with illegal guns. Illegal gun cases. Drop the hammer. The first time, I think. Yeah. Listen, you get caught with a gun, you're going to
1: jail, right? No first. deals, no breaks, no nothing. Goodbye. I first. I had a client, a kid, got caught with a gun. Let me tell you, it took a year of litigation to get him three years felony probation. There you go. No, first time offender, never mm-hmm. in trouble, college student, carried a gun for a couple pals, then decided to shoot it in the alley to see if it worked. Got caught, of course, because he's an idiot, right? But good kid ruined his life. No evil intention. He deserved a bond. He got, I think, mommy and daddy posted twenty five hundred bucks for him the walk. Plus, he was on a monitor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, he, he couldn't go back to school because he couldn't leave state. I mean, it was pretty serious stuff. It kind of screwed up his life. And it, it. And he's not a gangster. The gangsters I have no grace for because they're going to go out and kill somebody. I so agree. let's get serious, judges. All right, wake up. With letting these dudes loose we're gonna go out and start shooting people the minute they get out of jail popo report courthouse says right <laughs> there we go all right
0: emphatically endorsed all right let's move on now this
1: is a serious case here my friend okay this, this is this is big business going on this is what the hell <laughs> this is, is, is f- going on here are we really yeah this this is a this is a big story in town
0: Tell us what it is, Luke. The IG, Joseph Ferguson, <laughs> He's yeah. not minding
1: his own business, is he?
0: He's clamping <laughs> down Chicago police are misusing placards to park oh, free near Bears. It's not so. Cubs games, the IG says. Well, I, you know, my response finds. to that
1: is if you'd put some more damn parking spaces in this city, we wouldn't have to misuse placards. <laughs> and, 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 and B, I would think the IG's got better things
0: to do than worry about parking stuff that the Popo are doing. There's a lot more to do in Chicago, a lot more to investigate. I read the this. story,
1: man. It was so chicken stuff. I couldn't stand it. I, I, really? You know, I mean, we're really worried about this stuff.
0: He wants the Popo to be disciplined for doing po, this stuff.
1: The popo didn't even take this one seriously. This
0: is called the path of least resistance.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is low-hanging This fruit. is low-hanging hey, fruit. Hey, let's go bang guys around who misused their placards for personal use or whatever.
0: I mean, the uh, whatever police district, they may uh, extend courtesy to a man, off-duty stop, police stop. officers and their family. <laughs> you know, when they're going to watch a Cubs game, uh, you know, uh, a Bulls game. What's the big deal? Right.
1: There, it isn't a big deal. All right. Yeah. No. Parking's at a premium. Everybody's trying to park. The police, hey. not everybody's got a placard, by the way, right?
0: Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's added protection. I mean, if something goes south, you know. Yeah.
1: Or generally, gangsters are going to see that placard and take your windshield out because they can't. <laughs> <laughs> so for, proceed at your own uh, peril you with know. the placard. Joe, Joe. Get get off the park and stuff, okay? You you got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, absolutely,
0: All right. Absolutely.
1: Now, next next story is kind of fun. This is a um, beer
0: alley. You like cigars? I do you, you I like, like smoke filled like, rooms? I like cigar uh, lounges, and apparently uh, the crooked politicians love it. Second hand smoking, you're all for that?
1: <laughs> yeah, second hand <laughs> smoke, especially for minor <laughs> young children. I think it's a good place to babysit the grandchildren. Okay, bring them to the cigar lounge.
0: By the way. Uh, you ever been to the cigar lounge that they're talking about?
1: I have not where been the, in this where one. Where all the bigwigs hang out. In countryside. No, I haven't in, been to the it, lovely city of Countryside in their upscale cigar shop and lounge.
0: Where uh, Mayor Dominic from Cicero hangs out. I guess they don't have a nice cigar lounge in Cicero, huh? Cutting deals and making moves with all the uh, you know, powerful local politicians uh, and the, and, uh, and uh, business uh, Well let's give them a owners. pitch. The Casa
1: di Monte Cristo in countryside, apparently there's a hang for the big shot, the biggest shot, the biggest spagoon, as we say in Italian Spuguits. politicians. Huh? Yeah. That's where they're hanging out, buying them expensive $23, 25 $40 sticks, otherwise known as cigars. That's where deals are made. Hey, in the parking lot one recent day, this is investigative journalism at its best, BMWs and Audi and a yellow Lamborghini were present. Wow. And a central corruption person, a big, big guy, Omar Mani of Burr Ridge. He entertains there, apparently, according to the Chicago Sun Times.
0: Cook County commissioners frequently uh, visit that lounge. He's buying sticks, man. He's buying sticks
1: for the boys and doing a little business. It's just... Saying know, hi to your old pals. That's right. You're just visiting. Just What's hanging. up,
0: man? That's right. I was by the that. wife just, and my kids. You smoking know?
1: a couple of cigars. You don't have the wife's underfoot there bothering you. You know, pick up your
0: newspaper.
1: Get your t- towel off the floor, etc.
0: You know, instead of getting a schwitz, you know, at the Russian spa... You know, sometimes you just don't want to hang out with naked men. Let's just go have some... <laughs> There's no naked just, men going Let's just go on. have some cigar cigars lounge, okay? <laughs> at a cigar lounge over by there in Countryside. What's the big deal, well, man? Well, apparently
1: the cigar shop don't know where their uh, bread is buttered because they've donated more than $35,000 to uh, one politician's campaign fund.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: What's this guy's name, Luke? Jeff th- Taboski.
0: Yeah.
1: What's Jeff do? <laughs> He's got some heat from the feds right now, right? Uh, well, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, County commissioner yeah, yeah, and the mayor of well. McCook, a tiny but influential suburb, who got raided on September 26th by the feds.
0: Well, there you go. Sometimes you make you use poor judgment when you're uh, when you've got a cigar in your mouth. <laughs> you get too high. What? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Start self. You start yeah, self dealing. But... You start, you start uh, making deals you're not supposed to. But uh, Larry
1: Dominic, uh, his campaign spent more than $28,000 since 2014 there at the uh, Casa Deli Monte Cristo or whatever it is in the name of it is, okay? S-
0: some may think that's money well spent because you're working on behalf of your constituents.
1: That's right. That's right. You no, are. You're... Ask
0: ask the constituents. That's right. What has this guy done for me lately? If it's a resounding, oh, everything imaginable, then hey, what's the and problem?
1: Listen, Larry has stated quite publicly he's a fond connoisseur of cigars and every night he sits on his simple but yet elegant abode in cicero and smokes a cigar in the front porch
0: there you go right uh-huh.
1: apparently he smokes quite a few over at this other joint though too in <laughs> countryside <laughs> right
0: casa de monte Cristo. how's how's it, how far is countryside from uh, your little abode
1: Countryside's uh, west, near West Suburb, you yeah. know, near that uh, Lagrange area, right okay, over so it's not, over by there. Oh, it's not that far. It's uh, it's off Manheim, on Mannheim Road. Mannheim runs through there. It's a, it's a small
0: town, actually. Maybe we should pay a visit. We should go visit. Maybe we
1: could do a remote there. See, Think WLS in spring for what, some nice sticks. See what the big deal's all about. <laughs> That's right. We'll sit there. We'll go there like on a Saturday night, like we do, and. Uh, Get their prime time and see who shows up in the parking lot. I'm in, buddy. I'm right. guessing they're not going to let us do it.
0: Right now, we're going to take another break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about how the FBI says Samuel Littles, the most prolific serial killer in American history. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90. We'll see you in a bit. OS. Oh.
1: It's not St. Patrick's Day yet, folks. We're, we're waiting for it because the weather might break. But WLSAM 890, Chicago to Chicago. Popo report Lupe
0: Aguirre and Paul Cialino. You're going to be waiting, five what, five months for that? <laughs> we got a while ago, no, my no, friend. No. All right? This could only mean one thing, though. You know what it means. <laughs> Alderman Ed Burke. Oh, Eddie Burke. <laughs> a little update. Ah, the king of the Irishmen. <laughs> as
1: soon as he was in court, the other day, or his lawyers were in court, gleefully. Rubbing their hands together going, oh, this is going to make us a lot of money. What did the federal government bestow upon Eddie's lawyers?
0: Oh, my God, let's see. The feds, they what? They turned over over 40,000 pages and 100 disks of evidence in the corruption case against our guy, Alderman Edward Burke. Yeah. Which means 40,000 pages, folks, means lawyers reading a debt at
1: about 600 bucks an hour, three or four of them, okay, at a time, paralegos, investigators, et cetera, became the Chicago Lawyer Employment Act for the next several months on the uh, Burke Law team. That's a lot of pages, man. Yeah, that's a lot of dope, A lot of billable hours, my friend. They were very happy to get it.
0: A lot of bankers boxes <laughs> all oh. the
1: way. If they were in banker boxes, they would have needed a good size U Haul truck to pull them out of there, man, okay? Yeah, yeah. But they had them on a little computer desk. Well, had, yeah, but I'll did, tell you what, yeah. you're gonna have to go out and buy new computers probably to handle that
0: load because that's a lot of a lot of memory getting burned up. No one uses. Uh, no one stores anything on computer disks anymore, Paul. I don't know what the Feds are talking about here. Why don't they use uh, flash drives?
1: Uh, the Store Feds
0: them. are a little bit behind it still. Okay, you know, but think, they they know how to drop a load of discovery on you, know, and make your life miserable. I don't think you could find a computer with a with a disc with a disk drive anymore.
1: <laughs> no, no, you're gonna have to buy an external one to plug into your computer because they don't. It doesn't happen, does it? <laughs> But that's on a side note. But that has pushed the uh, case out another 90 days. And I guarantee you, it'll be more like 270 days by the time they get done reading this stuff. So my prediction is, uh, New Addy Burke trial in 2020, probably 2021.
0: thousand will be probably withering away in some, you know, in some, I don't know, some home by the time this uh, hits the uh, courtroom, <laughs> That would be, right?
1: be like 103 by the time it goes to trial on this, which is, I think, the ultimate goal. You know, have the bagpipes at the funeral and everything. there be no mention of the uns, unsightly
0: indictment stuff. He'll be uh, either convicted or not convicted. Well, posthumously, be, posthumously. No, the other
1: case will be dismissed upon his uh, demise. <laughs> and if they keep handing him discovery like this, he can't live long enough to get to trial. No, Neither can you or I for that matter, because that is a lot of discovery. A lot.
0: I would have to agree. Oh, boy.
1: That's, and it, 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 that's a lot of billable hours, man. I mean, just I just that's the first thing I think of when I read something like
0: that. It's called attorney employment <laughs> security. That's okay. Right, forever for, for the next year or so. For government peeps. Uh, we leave the Chicago
1: corruption stuff for what the FBI says is the most prolific serial killer in American history. I watched the story. It's, it's garbage. Right. Okay. There's not a chance this mope killed 90 people. He's Hold confessed on. to ninety.
0: Hold on a second. So yeah. So last week we uh, we talked about uh, Chicago's most prolific serial killer, right? Yeah,
1: Lake, Michigan, Lake which, Michigan. Which definitely
0: has killed ninety people this year, probably. <laughs> right. At least well, at least forty. Uh, right. Well, at least forty. Yeah. So yeah, but the FBI, yeah, they claim that this guy Samuel Little, he's got credible information that says he's killed at least ninety three. I say females, yeah. all females. Over, he over says. the last over the last forty years, females, which are considered, um, you know, they were prostitutes, uh, drug course. addicts, yes. you know, marginalized, uh, most vulnerable in society, unsolved,
1: unsolved crimes. He's copping everything gleefully while eating fast food with a Texas Ranger who's been keeping him company for the last year.
0: But. Everything that he said has been corroborated.
1: Nah, he's drawing pictures of people. I, it is the most silliest thing I've ever... There's, I haven't seen any he, DNA co nothing that puts this guy there. He's... Listen, clearly he's killed some people. Yeah. Clearly he's a whack job. All right? Mm-hmm. There's not a chance... He, he, He's a coppin' to everything. I think you're hating on this Texas <laughs> Ranger. Uh, James right. Holland. I'm telling you, this guy a found skilled, himself a nice job.
0: A skilled interviewer who was able to convince Let me Samuel Lill to confess to well, at least now ninety-three. They still haven't uh still haven't <laughs> there'll uh be more, I'm sure. Or there will be more. And uh you saw the story on CBS, right? Yeah. Sixty minutes?
1: Uh-huh. I did. And 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 here it is, okay. Uh, if Brett, our producer, showed up with a bag of double cheeseburgers, Little would start confessing to him, okay? So no skills involved here. It's feeding this guy and keeping him on the minimum security kind of gig in jail and letting him do whatever he wants. So he's drinking Dr. Pepper and eating cheeseburgers, which I, I might add the
0: rest of the inmate population is not. So he's pretty much in a confession-making mood. So a little context. Texas Ranger James Holland yeah. on a hunch. Yeah. He goes and visits... <laughs> Mr. Little, right out in uh, out in California, right, Mojave yes. Desert. He's on the pen hey, over there.
1: He's, he's locked up deep. He's man. locked up. Yes. He's
0: locked up on uh, three, I guess, three life sentences for strangulation.
1: He ain't drinking no Dr. Pepper and eating double cheeseburgers out in the desert.
0: So he goes out there because he uh, he thinks there's a connection. Yes. Because there was a killing out in Odessa, Texas, uh, roughly 25 years ago, right? Yes. A quarter of a century ago, and he finds out that Little was in that general area back then, okay? Little was a truck driver in my day. It was in a lot of general areas. He was a drifter. Yes. You know, he's been he's been throughout the country. He's southwest you know, mostly. Well, he's confessed yeah. to killing 20 in uh in California, Los Angeles, 20 in Miami, Florida, Ohio, Illinois, throughout the Midwest. He's spanning the uh, United <laughs> States, all right? Yes, he is. He's confessing to everything. And he he's never been charged up until twenty fourteen with any kind of violent crime, right? Well, I, let, let's just he's, he he's, he's been under the radar in California. So he got
1: convicted for three in California. Yes. Not now he's confessing to everything.
0: Anything they put in front of him, yeah, I killed that one too. I got a different. I got a different feel from it. I don't think. I didn't think he was confessing. He well, he was. He was being uh, cajoled into confess, confessing. He was just blurting it out and they are verifying each confession he's
1: drawing pictures of the alleged victims they they've floated out these cartoon type drawings he's doing they're talking about his remarkable and great
0: memory Exact. Photographic memory. Photographic memory. He's, uh, according to James Holland, James Holland, he's wicked smart. He's a genius.
1: <laughs> he's a genius. He's a right. genius. He did he's say eating, genius. He's eating better than anyone in any department of corrections in the country right now. He is a genius. And drinking all the Dr. Pepper he could handle.
0: So the genius gene gets triggered once you get fed Dr. Peppers. <laughs> well, and, it helps. It helps. And hamburgers.
1: It's going to help you clear up a lot of homicides and and allow some Texas Rangers to write a nice book on the at the end of their career about how they... L- listen, serial killers are known once they start yakking, they start confessing the 40, 50, 60 homicides. And law enforcement generally is all too happy... To say, yep, cleared that one. That one's cleared. Oh, yeah, we cleared them. 18 homicides has been laying around 30 years on the books. Let's give them the little or whomever happens to be confessing at the moment.
0: So you're questioning?
1: Like <laughs> a big question mark. Did you ever
0: run across Mr. Little and he just didn't want to give you the time of day? I, I gotta, and you're hating on James Van,
1: James Holland. I would probably get sued if he did confess to me. So I'm glad I didn't run across him. Okay,
0: I'm glad. I'm glad we have no contact. So yeah, for those of you who didn't watch that uh, CBS special on 60 Minutes, and it's all, I mean it's also all over the uh, I mean all over the place. I mean the FBI is all over it now. So James Holland he goes and talks to this guy. Yeah. You know, He's hoping that he would shed some light on you know that killing in Odessa. And by the way, this has been his job for the last year. For the last year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and That's we're going to hang with Little a little bit longer <laughs> after this break. All right, Paul, you've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS Ah,
1: uh, Welcome back, Popo Nation. And we're back with the Lone Ranger, Texas Ranger. On WLSAM 890 Chicago, Lupe Acquire, Paul C. on the Chicago Popo Report. We're talking about the dude that was on 60 Minutes last week that's confessed to every unsolved uh, homicide of a female pretty much coast to coast in the last 20 years. Last 40 years. (laughs) 40 years. (laughs) Look, it gets better. We have
0: four decades ever since 1970. We're going back to uh, 1970. Luffy's a true believer and a fan, and I am not so much. So, yeah, so if you didn't uh, uh, watch the 60-minute special, we're going to explain a little bit more about it. So James Van Hollen, Texas Ranger, okay, a skilled interviewer, <laughs> okay, okay. he mainly only works uh, unsolved cases uh, with no DNA DNA evidence, uh, no forensic evidence. He's managed to uh, uh, get, was it, like a dozen uh, serial killers to confess over the last few years, so he decides to take on this challenge. Okay, he uh he tracks down uh Mr. Little out in yeah, California.
1: To, it wasn't too hard to track him down as he was locked up in a, a fine correctional facility to folks California maintained California right?
0: State Penitentiary, yeah, <laughs> yes. out in the
1: Mojave Desert. So, you, even a Texas Ranger could find that guy, all right. But I, I digress, go ahead, please.
0: So he goes, you know, an attempt to interview this guy, see if there's a connection between Samuel Little. And an unsolved cold case in Odessa, Texas.
1: Lo and behold. Western Texas. Tell us what happened next, Luke.
0: This guy, I think he, he's got some swagger. He, I think he thinks he's going to get something out of Mr. Little or maybe get some, get some, get, 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 I don't know, find something. So initially, I guess for the first hour, Little, he was really upset. He doesn't like law enforcement to begin with. What a shock. Okay. <laughs> so he's basically fine with uh the Texas Ranger. But then, I guess uh Texas Ranger manages to uh win his heart. Win his heart get into his soul.
1: <laughs> That's right. And how did he do this loop? It's a great great
0: way into their souls when they're locked up. Because he I guess little his main gripe was that he was he was being uh uh labeled as uh, a rapist or a a sexual uh sexual deviant which well, which, which he took offense to He's considering not,
1: he'd been convicted of rape and kidnapping before I, i'm sorry mr little but <laughs> let's face it
0: you are a sexual deviant he took offense to being yeah being <laughs> called a rapist you know but then when uh the texas ranger uh says no i believe you you're not a rapist you're not a you know you're you're, you're not a sexual deviant you're a killer <laughs> that's right you're a stone-cold killer aren't you mr little that's when he managed to get into uh, Little, his soul. Samuel Little's, you know, scary and uh, deadly soul. And
1: Mr. Mister Little has a fondness for Dr. Pepper and Cheeseburgers, which the kind Texas Ranger supplied in abundance and has been for about the last year now.
0: So over the last year and a half, yeah. <laughs>
1: over Cheeseburgers and Dr. Pepper,
0: what has Little done, Loop? He's confessed... To a lot of, months, to a lot of killings <laughs> from coast to coast, from coast to coast. That's right, with amazing detail.
1: Amazing yes. detail.
0: Yeah. You know, so the, the Texas Ranger, he found out that little likes to draw, so he you know got him some art supplies. So he's he sits down and draws his victim out, each with amazing detail. I mean, this guy's like a uh, Picasso. All, I saw the this picture. A yeah, they all
1: look alike. They all look like a, the same bad Picasso drawing too. <laughs> You're such a hater, Paul. I am a hater, man, because I have seen this before, and it's going to turn out bad.
0: So when they were talking about the, uh, well, when he was trying to, when when he got a little to confess uh, about the Odessa killing that happened 24 years ago, there were some uh, investigators from the uh, DOJ and the FBI just listening outside, and I guess the light bulbs went out. They started, doing, uh, they started doing their own little investigation and found out that everything that Little was saying about that killing in Odessa was matching up. Everything fit from every detail made sense. So that started the ball rolling.
1: I'm, I'm so pleased that we are clearing all these unsolved homicides. And I'm going to go on record as saying he may have committed a few of them. But I guarantee, I promise you, he didn't do all nineties cop to, and he's going to cop them more as long as they keep feeding him, giving him art supplies, and you know, touring him around the country to the various nice little institutions they could let him lay his head down at night. He's living the life for a prisoner right now, and he's going to continue on this vein of confessing until he runs out of things to confess to.
0: Well, that's right. So he, so he was out in California. Uh, Texas Ranger managed to extradite him to Texas. Uh, so he could, uh, you know, spend some more time with him and see what else he could, uh, learn from him. And he got the, uh, what is it? The Odessa, uh, uh, district attorney. To uh, waive any any possibility of the death, of the death, penalty. death penalty, yes, yes. I, in Texas, we know how fond they, they are waving the death kill. penalty. <laughs> they love the kill in Texas. <laughs> they love the death penalty, the death penalty. Yeah.
1: And I watched the fine prosecutor from Odessa on, on sixty minutes, and he says he doesn't know the Texas Ranger or Mister Little, but his great faith in the professionalism of the entire Texas Rangers out there running around Texas, he he decided to. Do him a big favor and say, "Yep, we'll waive that thing go, for, the go good get of the,
0: for the good of the public." That's and right. See what we can learn. See what <laughs> we see. What unsolved cases yes. uh, we can manage to clear yeah. from the books. And
1: everyone's going to have book and movie deals when this is all over with, and live happily ever after. And Mister Little will be out of cheeseburgers at that point. But by that point, he'll probably eat himself to death. They won't have to kill him.
0: You know, one part <laughs> one part of the interview that I, I thought was kind of self serving and uh, and questionable it was towards the end when uh, the interviewer was talking with mr. little from CBS it's not the Texas Ranger and basically asked him so why are you confessing why are you confessing now and I think it was extremely self-serving he's like well I just I'm sure there's somebody out there you know in jail serving a life sentence or uh, or electrocuted you know who got convicted from one of my killings and he just doesn't want that to happen anymore,
1: <laughs> but but we don't. There's nobody that's been convicted of any of these killings that we're aware of. But
0: yeah, exactly. Right. There's They're no evidence unsound. of that. There, there's no evidence of yeah, that. Yeah. It sounds good. It's a great soundbite.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, but he's only confessing <laughs> the unsolved killings right now. Right or bodies. Right. Uh, Let's move on with amazing detail, Paul. Yes. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> amazing detail fed to him by God knows who. But we're going to move on to uh, another great story that we've been following. And this involved the conviction of the former Dallas police officer, Amber Geiger, who just got convicted of uh, shooting her neighbor to death. Botham Jean. And there was a huge witness in that case, a kid named Joshua Brown, drug dealer. He testified on behalf of the government in that case, said that uh, he didn't hear a lot of things that... Uh, Amber Geiger purportedly said when she walked into that apartment, he was a witness against her. And what happened two days after the trial looped to Mr. Brown?
0: He's, uh, I guess, in his apartment, uh, apartment complex, and got got shot up.
1: Got lit up and murdered. And let me tell you, the African-American community in Dallas is not believing this was a drive-by, random gun uh, shooting kind of thing.
0: No, no.
1: Although three people pr- from Louisiana have been arrested who said they were doing a drug deal with Brown and the deal went south and they killed him. But uh, the community is still going, we don't believe it. So that's what's going uh Two days later, he testifies against the police. He gets killed. Uh, there's a lot of controversy about this.
0: Homicide. And like you said last week, uh, there's a lot of tension in the uh, the African-American community uh, and the police uh-huh. in, in in Dallas, especially te- Texas, especially Dallas. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, uh, the the timing, the uh, you know the circumstances, very questionable, kind of tenuous. Uh something more nefarious going on here. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I I tend to think it was just his lifestyle that got him killed, not his testimony in this case.
0: Yeah, I mean, your lifestyle will catch up to you. Absolutely. Because I mean,
1: the inference is is, the, is is some cop killed him or shot him up.
0: That's or, the inference or, or, that they're trying to make. Not necessarily a cop killed him, but someone who's, you know, pro-police, who's right. very, you know, pro-law enforcement, doesn't, uh, you know, he should never, you know, go against uh, whatever law enforcement says. There you are know, a lot, right. a lot exactly. of kicks out
1: there. Yeah, there are, and I, I guess it'll play out at some point.
0: That's right. We're going to take another break right now. When we come back, we have an Uber Eats driver who's caught on video stealing packages from a South Loop building. Porch Pirate Uber Eats. combination. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. LS. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is the Chicago Popo Report.
1: Uh, We're back, peeps, top of the second hour. Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890 Saturday night. Chicago, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, rocking up the second
0: hour. Here we go. Huh? That was a great first hour, Paul. Yeah,
1: yeah it was we, great with fake serial killers. It was wonderful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we hit everything. Serial yeah. killers, uh, you know, local shenanigans and tomfoolery. And, and what's next? Well, next story is pretty good. It's uh, two of our favorite subjects, drunks and
1: drive-ins, right? <laughs> well, yeah. And after midnight. After midnight, nothing happens. Nothing good happens. This 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 particular drunk guy though know, was a Corpus Christi police captain. Yeah. Now you know, th- this is my problem with this case. <laughs> he gets popped in his own town. What what's that? How does a captain get arrested by his own guys?
0: Uh, Body worn cameras. <laughs> I guess huh? surveillance Bad footage. News. My surveillance friend, footage huh? from the Waterburger, not to be confused with uh, Wallburgers. <laughs>
1: Officers conducted a field sobriety test on Captain Mersing and said he performed poorly, as 99.9% of the people who ever took a field sobriety test have been reported doing.
0: So I feel bad for this guy. I uh, mean, he, according to him, he's been, he was working, he's had a long day, he was tired. You know, maybe, maybe he did have a couple two tree, you know, before he got in his car, just uh, ease the edge. But I, with, you know, when you compound being tired working all day with a beer or two yeah you're gonna fall asleep at the drive-thru
1: he fell asleep at the whataburger drive-thru and an off-duty cop from another department uh he he's the one that whataburger people telling him He, he he Pulls, has a captain pulls He doesn't over. mind his own
0: business. He he's mind like, let his me go own jam business. let me go jam this guy up. Yeah. This, this poor police officer Let me here. jam this captain up. This a boss? Captain, so let yeah. me jam a captain. <laughs> Maybe he's got something against him. Maybe he's got some history. It's yeah. a small town, Corpus Christi. You know, you only the only famous person out of Corpus Christi was Selena. So And
1: now this captain <laughs> <laughs> who got popped at the what a burger drive through. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, but here we go. to Uber crime family. Back at it, Luke. What they do? Oh yeah, so you know Uber, and then now oh, you got Uber Eats. You're right. You ever order from Uber Eats? Uh, I'm never going to order for or, There's not a God. chance I will ever have an Uber guy bring me food. There's a lot of these. There's a lot of these. Uh, uh, these uh, companies, um, uh, you know, delivering food to you now.
1: It's bad enough what they're doing in the kitchens in restaurants, which I have worked in as a kid, so I know what goes on in those kitchens. I want to. I want to keep the botulism. Exposure down to so a much,
0: yeah. So many people <laughs> handling your food. Yes. I mean, mishandling your food. Mishandling yes. your food. Uh, <laughs> it's, unless that package is biometrically sealed. Yes, uh, <laughs> where nothing, not even air can get in there.
1: You need a laser to open it up, and okay? then you hand
0: it off to some Uber Eats guy. Oh uh, yeah, or whoever, whatever guy. Who's going to share your fries with you? Perhaps right. Well, I mean, yeah, that they've been known to do that. <laughs> but Just, our Uber Eats guy.
1: He was, uh, what? He was sharing your delivered packages with himself, right? You go through the... Uh, the. Uh, it was a lobby in an apartment or condo building downtown in South Loop, right? <laughs> Gangsters.
0: There are cameras everywhere, right? And those packages are yeah. very just... They just gravitate. They just take me. Yeah. They say, it's take like me, Christmas. please take me.
1: It's like Christmas it's- without your name tag on the package, right? You yeah. just
0: go in there and grab them. Because you never know what you might find in one of those packages. You might find it could, it could be Christmas early. You might may, may find some, you know, some drawers drawers or uh <laughs> drawers? Yeah. You yeah. Know, Dra- underwear. Underwear, <laughs> yes. Or you may find uh some jewelry. You or, may find some dental floss too. Or you may right? find nothing right. of value. Yeah.
1: It could be popcorn.
0: Like, like a book from Paul Cialino, you know? That would
1: be that would be grand <laughs> theft, okay? <laughs> but the uber guy gets caught. Delivering food and stealing on camera. Thank you, Uber Crime Family, for yet another story of two minutes that we were able to burn on this program.
0: And well, they reached out to Uber and they turned off his app. He's no longer oh, working for us. Yeah. This is unacceptable. It's not tolerated on their Uber app. As soon as they learn of this report. And Now he's working for Lyft. Now he's working <laughs> yeah, for Lyft. That's right.
1: All right. Well, on the more serious crime in our fair city. And Lincoln Park. We got a couple in Home no, Lincoln yeah. Park, man. We don't have crime like this in Lincoln Park. What is going on up there? Pretty brazen, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what. That's, gangsters know where the money is in this town. It's not in Inglewood and
0: Austin. It's in Lincoln Park, isn't it? Lincoln Park, uh, and apparently right after that in uh, Rogers Park. <laughs> well, there's not a lot of dough up in Rogers Park, but some. There's some dough. Just a bit, yeah, it's a hit or miss. <laughs> yes, it is. But in <laughs> Lincoln Park,
1: you're pretty much guaranteed. Whoever you're is going to probably have some dough You can the pick house, a right? house
0: blindfolded in Lincoln Park. Yeah. In Rogers Park, it's uh, it's basically hit or miss.
1: Well, listen, man. Three dudes uh, bum-rushed a woman in her apartment or condo, beat her, tied her up, put tape over her mouth, and ransacked the house looking for valuables. And apparently got away with some. And then an hour later, similar circumstances, they hit in Rogers Park, right? Man, right around
0: 1030. Ooh. Well...
1: Same guys, Luke. What do you think?
0: You know, there seems to be a connection. Uh, I mean, you could get down from Lincoln Park to Rogers Park at that time of night in about twenty minutes. Right? You know, yeah. down Lakeshore Drive or the timeline time matches up. Timeline matches up. The guys match up. Uh, but hey, in the second one at Rogers Park, they the uh, victims. I think one of the victims knew. One of, the, uh, one, of, one of the offenders. <laughs> That's usually miscreeped kind of, kind of, the whole home invasion. Which, is kind, of, which is kind of weird. <laughs> yes, It's like, I don't know his name. I don't know where I met him. But I know this guy from somewhere. I don't <laughs> he's know. my Uber driver. That's where I know him from. Maybe he's my yeah. weed seller. <laughs> That's Maybe he's right. my meth seller. I don't know. I don't know. But
1: uh, listen, unless these guys kick in the door, folks, don't open it. Here's my, here's the Pope Report advice of the week. If you don't know who's on the other side of that door, don't open it. Nothing good. No one's ever come to your house and handed you a check.
0: That late at night, yeah. They're covering Never. the peephole. Yes. <laughs> don't open it. Don't open the door. The little chain doesn't work. They're no, that, no, that, no. The that, that little nothing. chain
1: don't work. You crack that door, they're in on top of you. Because no. they're putting about 180 pounds of shoulder into that door. That little chain is coming off. Coming off. Quick. So, listen, Folks. Don't answer the door. Don't buzz people up blindly. All right. Look before you walk out the door to make sure there's no strangers in the hallway. What, what, what do we say loop all the time? Situational awareness. Situational right? awareness,
0: yeah. Watch your six in <laughs> here. Just don't open your door. <laughs> don't open your door. Yes, it's that easy. It really is that simple. Look through that, through that, uh, uh, video viewfinder, the, the ring, you know, the, uh, little camera, <laughs> you people hanging up in front of the doors. Now.
1: Even if you don't have it, don't open If you don't know who's there, don't open the door because nothing good will happen, right?
0: And nothing good is happening in the South Loop. Uh, still, Paul, we got to, in our next store, we got a dog walker who's charged with uh, taking up skirt pics. Is that against law? You can't do that. No, you can't do that. No, you
1: know who came up with that silly law?
0: I think there's a charge. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> mean, <laughs> if I was wearing a skirt, I would mean, they could take a picture. They could check it out. It's a misdemeanor uh, charge called uh, uh videotaping through clothes. Ah, okay. What if you hey, don't but, have no drawers? I don't know. But you, you, you <laughs> is, even a, better, is you, it a felony? though? even better. Well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> better for the filmer.
0: <laughs> Let the film eat. So some yeah, some uh, upstanding citizen uh, pointed this guy out. The cops they did a little recon, a little surveillance, and they saw this guy do it to somebody else. That's when they swooped in to get their bad guy. They
1: swooped in and got him. Department accommodations in store. You think? Uh, absolutely. It's called a, it, <laughs>
0: that's, that's a problem. It's called a problem solving award.
1: That is a great award, isn't it?
0: Really, you're you're just you're just. Lying in wait. At the film, you see, my dad
1: he got this award, or my mom got this award for getting the upskirt filmer. Took him off took him off the mean streets of Chicago. Hey, but hey, this charge isn't that bad. He got released on an I-bond, so. <laughs> it's a, hey, might as well have a gun, too, right?
0: <laughs> All right, we're going to take another break. It's that time. Pay some bills. When we come back, we got a Park Ridge man charged with threatening to kill a judge. All right? You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM. me man, Cal.
1: Uh, welcome back, boys and girls. Paul Serrino, Lupe, and am The Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890, Chicago, Saturday night. And, folks, you can't listen to us live at 50,000 screaming watts cursing through your uh, device, whatever it may be. WLSAM.com. You can listen to us anytime you want. No news, no traffic, no weather. Just glorious fun. Right, bro? Got it. And uh, I, I could tell a dude who didn't have too much fun a few days ago out in Roseland. Roseland guy. He was, was it, man? he was a baller for about
0: two minutes. <laughs> he had some dough, right? <laughs> he had some dough for about a couple, two, three minutes, and then his occasional girlfriend decided to pop him because uh, she wanted some of that. Dope. Katara Chanel, 28. Not too happy with her boyfriend not sharing the wealth. Chanel, not to be confused with that expensive purse line.
1: And no, perfume, right?
0: Chanel purse, you name it. <laughs> yes. Clothing, designer, you name it. No, no, our Chanel. Maybe she uh, wanted some of that.
1: <laughs> our Chanel, once again, the surveillance cameras were a downfall of a gangster. Oh, always. Chanel uh, was with the boyfriend in the hotel. You know, they're having a good time. Mr. 38-year-old Tucker. Yeah, Tucker says Tucker had recently come into a lot of money, according to Ms. Chanel. Right? I don't know
0: how he came into that yeah, money. So, you know? you know, they, a, they, they're keeping that on the, on the lowdown.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it wasn't a lottery ticket. That's yeah. what you'd think at first, right. right? Probably from some
0: home invasion or something <laughs> he was doing. Right? <laughs> some inheritance. Inheritance, maybe. right? Could maybe inheritance, maybe he, he got the drop on some on, on some weed guy maybe and took his stash yeah, like who
1: his, knows some, some stupid white boy from the suburbs out there trying to do a deal got his money took <laughs> got the drop on and him. chanel said hey share some of that wealth what's up man i
0: want that chanel purse to go with my chanel name yeah
1: that guy's a uh, baby now, that's a, my, the fruits of my labor is not uh gonna be split tonight and she said oh really and he was in Taking a shower. And what happened to him while he was taking that shower, Loop. Well, that like guy said, he got popped. <laughs> he got popped. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, she knew how to aim a pistol, apparently.
0: Apparently. Because he was DOA. The Grand Motel on South Halstead Street. You ever been there, Paul, over by there? I, I have Ever probably, worked a case over I have there? there? I, I I've,
1: <laughs> have been in that neighborhood often oh, oh, throughout the years, yes. Yeah. Uh, not a... Not a particular
0: uh, place that I would stay. But never after uh, midnight.
1: I would sleep in the trunk of my car first, my friend, okay? Because <laughs> nothing good happens mo- over there. No, nothing, nothing. in general. Nothing. But hey, now we go up to the Tony area, Park Ridge, where a lot of millionaires live and a lot of judges in- from Cook County live. Right by the airport, over by there, off 90 yeah, in Cumberland. Yeah. Nice right? little
0: enclave, yeah.
1: Very nice neighborhood, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right they tear down them little houses that cost about 18000 to put up back in the 50s and 60s. And they put up houses that cost three, 4000000 today. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it's good for the community. That's right. Well, we got a judge who doesn't have a fan, Robert T. Glowen, 36, who is a uh, resident of uh, Park Ridge, along with the victim judge in this case.
0: Yeah, he lives in that neighborhood. <laughs>
1: well, I can tell you one thing, all right? Don't mess with a sitting judge in this county. Well, Not yeah. a good idea.
0: That's another scene, yeah.
1: All right, because, th- and by the way, that's the Skokie Courthouse. All the crimes that happen in Park Ridge go right to Skokie. Track, uh, well, yeah, so yeah. we know what happens in Skokie when you get convicted. It's not like,
0: yeah, it's not like 26 and Cal. Now,
1: they're going to roll a number on your butt yeah. at, at Skokie Courthouse, and it's not going to be a little number. Exactly. It's not going to be supervision, sir. Come no. back, we'll see you next year. Give a little odd bond. Well, what did this guy do? What did this, Mr. Gadmowski, who's very disagreeable, not a very nice person, according to our judge. And our judge, by the way, doesn't know this guy. Ha- has never had him, as far as she knows, in front of him. He had one prior uh, encounter with this guy, right? He's decided he don't like the judge, Luke. <laughs>
0: right? And, and he's a, dr- a former drug dealer. He's been convicted, been down for it. Not sure if there's a connection, whether she sentenced him or, you know, whatever. She, yeah, he know. appeared before her. We don't know. But, I mean, yeah, he was. she was driving uh, in Park Ridge. She rolled down a window and... And yelled, "I'm going to kill you!" For some reason, she has no she idea cried. why. She's why this like, guy's what? yelling at me, telling you? me I'm going to kill you? What did I do to you? Right? right. She thought she dated him. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> of course, that She's wasn't like, the case. Do I know you? <laughs> no, she don't know him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She called the Park Ridge Popote. They come out there, and then it, then he escalates it. Right? Oh, I mean, yeah. This is this is when it gets fun. Yeah.
1: Yes. What does he do, Loop? The judge has a ring doorbell, which, of course, records. Uh,
0: which, uh, of course, everybody has a ring doorbell. Yeah, right? I, I even you got You installed a ring doorbell. your own, right?
1: It's not working very well. <laughs> well
0: that's a problem. <laughs> yes. It's a little too high-tech for you, huh? Yeah, it was. A little was high-tech for the guys I had come out there and do they it. They couldn't even do it, but huh? Them two days and it's still screwed wow. up, yeah. Maybe you got, a, you got a knockoff Fugazi version of the ring.
1: No, I got the real ring, but they're the bad installers, okay? But okay. the judge... Apparently, she found someone who knew what they were doing when they put her ring doorbell in. Apparently. Because what did our guy do? He did, made a little visit over to the judge's house one evening, didn't he?
0: Decided <laughs> to do, a, what, spank the old monkey in spank front it. of her? In, in front of her door? On the, the, door, the camera? And on then, the camera? And then give her the finger.
1: Yeah. All on blazing, in-color tape. There you go. Right? Which the Park Ridge... Police were very happy to have for their what case. What
0: better way to send a message, especially to a judge?
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, she got the message and dialed 911. <laughs> and he thinks he got some time for uh, in federal court for a uh, deal in ecstasy. All right. He's going to find out what a real number is this time. Don't
0: mess with the judge, man. No, Seriously. No, no. Federal no, judge, no, no. The no. county judge. <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. And I bet his bond wasn't $2,500. Uh, no. No. I bet it was upwards of. 500,000. If I had to guess. The story doesn't say so, we don't know, but we'll we'll find out.
0: This guy's got some problems. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah, gangsters. Leave the judges alone. Don't mess with them. Nothing good's going to happen to you. What do you say?
0: We round out by going to Milwaukee. Ah, nice little burg. Over by there in Milwaukee, nearly 1 million in cash. Found in a home bust of counterfeit THC vaping operation. Yes, it was easy for me to say, Paul.
1: Yes, it was. But and
0: I'm going to tell you something: a million bucks in cash. I'm that's a lot in the of wrong business. That's a lot of dough laying around, man. You, a lot of people vape, man, especially THC.
1: Whew. I mean, got to tell you something, bro. A million dollars is not a uh, physically. That's a lot of dough. I it's mean, a, that's what, a
0: couple two three cir- suitcases. Yeah, you could
1: fill up a large Samsonite with. Samsonite, yeah. 20s and 50s, a million bucks. And it probably weigh 30, 40 pounds at least. It's heavy. That's a lot of money laying around the house, not drawing interest anywhere.
0: You got to launder
1: that money first before, <laughs> before it earns I, interest, right? I got to tell you something. These folks are lucky it was the Milwaukee Police Department that found a million dollars. <laughs> because there are a lot of police departments yeah. that would have reported maybe 50000 <laughs> Or they're lucky it wasn't Miss Chanel who uh, found. Uh, Miss Chanel would kill everybody in the house for a million dollars, okay, and and not lose a minute's sleep over it. But, of course, would get caught because she'd be in the doorbell acting foolish or something.
0: Some ring doorbell would, you know, fall in the mix, yeah.
1: Yes, but uh, anyways, a million bucks is Uh, fine. Giovanni Gio Molina. (laughs)
0: Hey, man, that's that's a gangster name. Giovanni Gio Gio Molina.
1: (laughs) Gio's a gangster. We know that. And uh, The lovely Amanda Ware, age 30, both face charges of... Maintaining a drug trafficking place in possession with intent to distribute THC.
0: Wow! Now this is a reasonable
1: bail, all right?
0: Twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five thousand a piece
1: to walk. Do you think they let them dip into the million bucks for the bond money?
0: I mean, here they've got a million stash in a Samsonite uh, bag. Yeah. I'm sure they've got another million stash somewhere else. You know, give make a phone call, bring some cash over. I'd like not to find problem. out where his, uh,
1: his storage facility is.
0: It'd <laughs> <laughs> be a great episode of Storage Wars, right? <laughs> That's right. Yes. Oh, look on Storage Wars this
1: week we find eight million dollars <laughs> in the baby's crib. Oh,
0: all right,
1: moving right along. That was a great story. Hey, this is one of our guys. We've done. Th- we've talked about this guy before. Oh. The ex mayor of Hebron, Illinois.
0: No, it's not pronounced Hebron. It's called LeBron. It's still not Hebron. No, it's LeBron. LeBron? That's right. <laughs> LeBron, Illinois. LeBron. No, that's actually Hebron. We, re-
1: we renamed it LeBron because <laughs> it's easier.
0: We will revisit how this ex-mayor of Hebron, Illinois, got into in trouble. You've been listening to the Chicago Popal Report on WLS AMA 90. ULS. Today was a good day.
1: Well, it was a good day for our former mayor, John Jacobson, up in McHenry County, huh? WLSAM 8-9 with a Bofo report. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Ciolino, talking about our mayor like the uh, crack and other substances. He was no kid, was he? No, 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 no. <laughs> he got no, no. caught.
0: This old guy up there in Ebron, not to be confused with LeBron.
1: That's right, he got popped. He got sentenced this week. And I think he got the home Homer sentencing guidelines, right? Because he didn't go to jail <laughs> for possession of a crack pipe. And alcohol, positive for alcohol, right?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Back in June, yeah, he was sentenced. Uh, he got a light sentence, okay. So he just got he just got charged with uh, drug possession of drug paraphernalia. <laughs> he had some crack on him, but he just got charged <laughs> with uh, a drug overdose from crack. Exactly. <laughs> in March of two thousand sixteen, and as a condition of his, uh... you know, of his uh, release or or probation, you know, stay off the crack, stay off the alcohol. But he, uh, no, he, not too he successful was he? Couldn't, couldn't do that, no.
1: Well, listen, at June said, I love this. I love when the, the, the separation of church and state just went to hell in a handbasket in this one because Jacobs said he had completed treatment for alcohol and drugs, been active in counseling and church and read scripture daily. And I'm, I'm sure the scripture doesn't talk about yeah, a little crack on occasion is not bad for you. You missed that part. I'm thinking, huh? <laughs> he got a pass though from the judge, got probation, no jail time, out the door he went.
0: I just love it when we talk, We when we find ex-mayors who are, you know, doing the crack and doing doing the bad stuff, strippers, doing the meth.
1: Strippers. Hanging out with strippers. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, houses of prostitution.
0: Doing lines from the small of their backs, yes, you know, all the knives. Yeah, we like that. Well, we go got a lovely town
1: of Lyle where they have no crime to speak of.
0: Uh, Lovely genteel town uh, of Lyle Yes it is, it's
1: very genteel out in Lyle Where
0: nothing happens, all nothing. you do is gardening it's, it's gardening out in Lyle It's gardening, <laughs> cutting your grass Rainbows. Sweeping
1: the sidewalk, oh. right? Saying hi to the little kids and the puppies When they walk down the sidewalk
0: Complaining about, uh, you know, loud insects Ah, uh, but a
1: guy got shot in Lyle Recently
0: You know which local tavern they're oh, talking about? Oh, I do know this tavern Yes, I do
1: This is the only tavern in town where any given time there's about 60 people outside smoking cigarettes. No matter what the weather is. Right on Main Street in Lyle. There you go. Right? And some dude got capped just after 2 a.m. 27-year-old white male got himself shot.
0: What do you think the circumstances were surrounding this guy getting
1: I'm guessing the argument is over. Was it over...
0: A woman. <laughs> Broads. Dope. <laughs> Dope. Oh, or, uh, Money. Unpaid bar bill, yes. <laughs> or death. The trifecta, but which they, usually get people shot.
1: Anyone's aware of the shooting that occurred, you might want to contact Detective London. Loudon, I'm sorry. It's 630-271-4252.
0: And if you can't, if you don't catch, uh, you know, get him on the phone, you probably get him at that local tavern having a hey, couple of two treats. <laughs> smoking a cigarette outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, off duty, of course. Off duty, yeah. absolutely. Because who, yeah, who drinks while they're on duty, Paul? Except our captain, <laughs> our,
1: our mayor. Mayors do on duty. Right? Our captain from Corpus Christi. Uh, he was off duty. He had a long day prior to that. He wasn't on duty. That's right. He was off duty that he night. He duty. was.
0: He was okay. He's, he's still in uniform.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was he in uniform? We don't no, know. I don't <laughs> think he was in uniform. He's probably in his pajamas. It was two thirty <laughs> in the morning. He's an old guy.
0: Yeah, well, the booze gets the best of us. All right. Uh. Well, next story is a reminder
1: to gangsters that when uh, Fido is chasing you down and Fido happens to be a K nine, probably not a good idea to kill Fido. Shoot him, wound him, strangle him, or do whatever you think you may be able to do. So the desperado outlaw who smoked this poor canine dog, this dude catches 45
0: years in prison. Ooh, that dog is considered one of the guys, man. I'm gonna tell you, if you killed my moose, yeah, I, you'd
1: be lucky to get 45 years in prison. If I if, if if I show up, okay, you'd be glad to
0: take it. So I get it. Paul doesn't mean a real moose. That's the name of his dog. <laughs> that's the no, name of his dog. dog. Yeah, no, he's no, as big as a moose. Yeah, he's <laughs> about as wide as one, anyways, right? Yeah. So
1: I, that that's I have never heard of anyone getting that kind of time for killing a canine dog. 45 years, man. In Ohio, they're serious about that stuff, huh?
0: It was a three year old German Shepherd. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Worked for the Ken PD out in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, And listen, these dogs
1: are highly trained, man. They're worth upwards of $50,000 when they get them, right? And so it's a valuable commodity. It's an animal. Yeah. But 45, 45 years for smoking the dog, man, that's pretty
0: harsh. I mean, like a civilian dog, if you shoot a civilian dog, he's get, he gets treated like property. It's property yeah, damage. Chicago Popo. You know, but not... N- n- Kill not a Chicago- few dogs
1: a day in this city, okay? And nah, nothing happens to them. Not
0: police canines, man. <laughs> no, that's no. a whole different story, people. So, <laughs> no. yeah, there's no equivalency there.
1: But we see on the internet all the time, I mean, people shooting dogs constantly. I mean, and no one goes to jail for it. No. Right? <laughs> this dude, 45 years. So, I'm sure there's other issues in there that, that's not in this story. But Mr. Bearfield is generously, if he's doing fifty percent of that number, okay? What is this twenty-two and a half, man, for killing Fido?
0: Whoa, mm. huh? He's not going to be out of jail till he's in his mid forties. Well, you know, happy ending to this canine story: a 11 year old uh, girl out in Canton, Ohio, heard about this story. She donated her allowance money to help get bulletproof vests for all department dogs how about that well, i can tell you i'd
1: like to have her allowance because bulletproof vests aren't cheap even for the dogs man
0: what are her parents giving her a month know. or a week <laughs> she's doing what's, okay though what's her daily stipend yeah, she's it? able to outfit every department canine with bulletproof vests man
1: it's her side gig bro <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's doing okay out there and not selling lemonade is my guess wow well, maybe she's spiking the lemonade and that's why she'd be able she's able to upcharge i don't know well eleven year old girl she's doing okay right
1: yeah but the officer uh <laughs> jeffro's handler Oscar Davis has received two thousand letters you know i'm going to say it if your kid died, I doubt if you got two thousand letters of sympathy. You shoot the dog though and the and the animal lovers come out. they are big writers aren't they
0: all right let's move on we got uh we got another story where uh we got a girl who decided to take uh, law enforcement into her own hands and not let the professionals uh, do their own work.
1: She didn't mind her own business, did she?
0: Well, I mean, she tried to, uh, you know, do her own version of to catch a predator. <laughs> tell, tell us what she did, Loop. 70 year old girl and her friends set up an amateur pedophile sting. How about that? You ever do that with your friends? Set up a sting? Uh, no, Anyone, no. Whatever my, my, kind my of sting, i my own business you know?
1: generally, okay? No.
0: <laughs> you know, plus you got social media. They just wanted to catch some guy who was looking for young girls.
1: And what happened as a result of this thing that they set up?
0: Well, they get a guy, they, you know, they lure a guy, but uh-huh. <laughs> that girl got dragged into the car and off you go. She's texting her friends. Call the cops! I'm in this guy's car. Come and come and get me. <laughs> it didn't turn out exactly like she thought it
1: was going to. No, no, did no. It.
0: it's not like the show "To Catch a Predator," where you got movie, you got cameras all around, you got people watching, you have police, you know, on standby. No, he grabs her, and off you go. It's down there in San Diego, lovely town. I didn't think
1: things like that happen in San Diego? Do they? <laughs> yes they do <laughs> so
0: she sent a text to her friend and then the, they they contact the local police department and they manage to give him a call so the police are on the phone with this guy dude. telling him okay dude <laughs> yes. we're on to you you know stop what you're doing yes. so he pulls over and lets the girl out because <laughs> we are going to shoot you if we catch you right? they, ca- they, <laughs> caught up, they, they caught up to him later Yes, <laughs> but it was as easy as that send a text to your friends your friend calls the Popo, the popo, call the perp. The perp lets you out. Done what, what deal. What kind
1: of kidnapper lets his the kidnap text? Tex? This guy's not a
0: very good criminal, is my guess. He was too busy, you know, um, you know driving.
1: Being nice. He was being nice to
0: the victim. Be, being a pedophile. Yes. <laughs> well,
1: let's not be so harsh. We don't, he's, we don't know.
0: He's not able to multitask, Paul. <laughs> no, right? he
1: couldn't. No, it was a problem.
0: We're going to take another break right now. When we come back, we've got funky crime and punishment time. Around the nation. All right. You wanna wait around for that. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo report on WLS AMA. Uh, welcome back, Popo Nation. It's that time of night. Saturday night
1: on WLS AM eight ninety in Chicago. And we are not down south yet, but we're going there. Mm, Iquire, we're going. Paul Don't turn it off now. This is the hot part, folks. Back to Florida, huh? We love this story, don't we, Look, What'd this genius do? This
0: is, this is <laughs> the segment where we definitely elevate the show. Yeah, it's elevated right into the old <laughs> ooper.
1: Yes. <laughs> what'd this guy do? We're Elderly peers. Florida guy. Used a water pistol filled with his own urine to squirt a female neighbor. That wasn't very nice. Hey, right listen, in the face.
0: I always fill my super soaker with my own urine for fun. What's the big deal?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, down in Pinellas County, they'll get you 30 days in jail after you get convicted of that crime and a year of probation. Really? That's a battery? And a $1,000 fine.
0: What about if you fill balloons with your urine and um, throw those? Is that the same gonna, thing?
1: Not going to turn out much better for you.
0: No. Is there I, any mitis- mitigating circumstances? None, you know, cause he's none, 71? None, no. Because he's 71. No, you're out of luck on that one. Moving right <laughs> along. i uh,
1: a genius here. What did he do in Texas, huh? What do you do to pay for that damn... But them
0: weddings are expensive. I think it's pretty genius, this guy. Yeah? I mean, you're short on dough to get that ring that she really, really wants. Oh, and, and rings you got the hall, the hall, too. You got, then you got diamonds, you got... Maybe you got, you know, diamonds around the... Uh, that, that big centerpiece. I mean, you got a... Is it going to be gold? Is it going to be white gold? I mean, there's a lot of money involved. And then, plus, you got to pay for the venue. Exactly. And what are you going to do when you don't have the cash? Uh, No one to lean on. You
1: can't call Ghostbusters, my friend. So what do you do? You go out to the local bank and rob them. Because you know what what banks are good for? (laughs) They have money. They generally have money, but not enough to pay for a wedding. I'm here to tell you. The average take in a bank robbery is usually around $2,500. At the teller, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's it. What about if you tell him to go back to the safe? And, it never works out.
1: Never go back to the safe. You're so nervous. You spend too much You're, time yeah. going back to the yeah, safe. Right. There's too much, too many things happening, right? <laughs> that yeah. little note, not going to stave off everybody forever. No. You to get your 2500 and get out. But our boy he apparently thought there was more money in this. And...
0: I got to tell you, maybe what. he was counting on a cheap wedding. What's $25? $2,500 wedding?
1: You know.
0: I'm, not, I'm not sure the
1: girl, the fiance helped him out with this, did she? No, she ratted him out. She, she, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she recognized him and called 911. I'm thinking she didn't want to do this wedding. <laughs> Range marriage, maybe <baby> in Texas? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you you're going to marry him no matter what you say. Okay, daddy. Then 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 a gift from the gods came in. She's watching the news and there he is, robbing the bank in a bad disguise.
0: She's like, I didn't take my vows yet, you know. Yes, for better right. or for yes. better or for worse. <laughs> keep my mouth shut. No. Ooh, you're going down.
1: He gone, man. That was the end of that. Well, we're we'll going to North Carolina loop. This is this is a sad story. This is very sad.
0: Not a lot of motherly love going on in this story, Loop. Wait, Paul, when you need some wheels and you don't have any money to pay for it, what's the next best thing? No. Give up your kid. Sell your <laughs> I mean, swap your baby for a nineteen ninety two Plymouth laser. What that's a hot car. What's the problem? I mean, I don't get it.
1: Here's the problem. Alice is forty five. She's a little old to be having babies, okay? Maybe a little goofy.
0: That's <laughs> a better outcome maybe it's a better better outcome for the baby.
1: Maybe she's got a bunch of other babies laying around the house, huh? But she, you know, she meets this lady in the local auto seller rag, right? <laughs> and decides, hey, I don't have any cash, but I got here, got, got this little
0: infant. It's called a baby vehicle barter. Listen,
1: <laughs> yeah. this kid is all yours. Give me the
0: 92 I, Plymouth and he's yours. I see this all the time, Paul.
1: <laughs> this this is pretty harsh, man. This is not a lot of love from the mom on this no,
0: kid. No, it isn't. What, I think what this kind mom, of mother are
1: you? She did everybody a favor.
0: She probably did. Okay, so did, we've got this baby vehicle barter thing going on here. Um, so the new parents, you know, take this kid to the hospital yeah. for whatever reason.
1: The kid, By the way, the kid's two years old, so she has a little history with mom and dad. I'm thinking maybe not the most agreeable two-year-old around.
0: Right. You think this child, you know, one way or the other really cares which set of parents he's with at two years old? I got to tell you, this two-year-old
1: <laughs> should be pretty happy that he got cut loose of these two.
0: Probably. But the uh, the yeah, the nurses, uh, you know, the kids got some got some bruising and, you know, they, they call the cops, you know, and then their story's not adding up. Um, are you really the mom or the step? No, we're, we're, we've we adopted a kid, but we don't have any adoption papers. There's no, no, no way to verify. We don't, we don't do paperwork. No here in paperwork yeah. down in North Carolina. That's right. It's all done online and social media. I mean, <laughs> we've got text messages. How about that? Is that good enough? To verify adoption? Yeah, It's
1: fine, sir. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Yes. Down in North Carolina. Yes, please take your bruised up child and go home. Don't bother us with the silliness anymore, okay?
0: <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah. they were indicted. Uh, let's see. Transferred possession of a vehicle to Alice Todd for physical custody of the minor. It's uh, This swap is not allowed down in North Carolina or any state of our great union, right?
1: I don't know. There might be some states, maybe, Mississippi, maybe Mississippi,
0: Alabama. <laughs> uh, maybe she, she, she maybe. was just in the wrong state, right I'm, I'm at thinking, the
1: wrong time. I probably get a you know if you got a, like a 2010 pickup truck or something, diesel, four wheel drive. Uh, now that's worth the price of a, of a disagreeable two year old who you're tired of.
0: Oh my God, this is
1: just. I don't like, think you can do this in any state, really. What a what a loser, mom.
0: <laughs> just just
1: like too good to be true, right? <laughs>
0: You can't make this stuff up. Was this in the
1: Onion? <laughs> I mean, we 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 should do one of them verify things, right? This is a
0: real story. Is this, there an, is there an it, app? No, that it You can it just it
1: verify. Is, yeah, there's all kinds of apps. We're, we're too lazy to do that. We don't have time for that. <laughs> we have real lives. <laughs>
0: all but, right, let's go. Let's go on to uh Oh wait, hey, speaking of Alabama, look, we're going to Alabama now. Ah, uh, yes,
1: we are, huh?
0: And the Alabama
1: folks sometimes just how can I say this delicately? Um, sometimes
0: they're not thinking
1: when they do pick up that telephone.
0: Or use poor judgment.
1: Yeah, poor judgment, yes. What did, what did our lady in Alabama do?
0: Not using her complete faculties. Maybe uh, because uh, she's on this meth and she's not thinking clearly. She decides to call the popo. She's
1: 48 years old, man. what do you quit doing meth? I mean, come on, mama. I mean, grow up. You, really. never,
0: you never quit doing uh. meth, Paul. Come on. You never quit having fun right
1: just really you did, really <laughs>
0: really. so what, what did our 40 year old jennifer hall do well she calls the uh the limestone county sheriff's office um, um you know. she she have a two-year-old to give up she wanted to give him was unhappy with no she just <laughs> she just wanted to uh uh verify that the crack she's smoking is genuine crack <sighs> you know if I mean, I'm gonna buy this stuff. It's a service call. That's right. It's it's, it's a simple service hey, call. Listen,
1: you guys bring out them silly little drug testing yeah, kits exactly. you have. Exactly. Shake, shake it, it up. And if it turns blue, I know I got some good dope, right? Yeah. Is that is that the, the whole
0: uh, gig here? That's pretty much it. I mean, it's harmless. It's uh police officers providing, you know, service. And they did provide that
1: service. They they actually went out there and did do a test, didn't they? They did but then then the next part I don't think Miss Hall bargained for. Miss Miss Hall was not thinking straight when she made this call because they tested her dope. Yes. Yes, they did, didn't they? Oh, yes, they did. Oh, yes, they did. And then what
0: happened to Miss Hall? She was arrested on a oh, felony narcotics oh, possession oh, charge.
1: Oh, oh that's booked bad. Booked in a county jail. That's, that's
0: a nice $2,500 bail, Paul. This is the problem with law enforcement. Man, mm-hmm.
1: you call them, to do something nice, and they wind up coming out and cracking you, arresting you, throwing you in the
0: handcuffs, putting you in jail. You don't think that we would go above and beyond the call of duty. This is what happened here. that went above and beyond the call One of One-time
1: deal, maybe. One time, I'm going to go yeah. test the dope and leave you be. How about that?
0: Can you just tell me whether... <laughs> Yes or no, whether it's real crack or not, without having to test it tested and verified, and, you know, getting in on. trouble.
1: What are you, your best professional opinion, fellas, okay? That's right. In and out of here, five minutes. You, you, you go home and, you know, eat a bad pizza with pepperoni.
0: With that being said, it's hey, time for checkoff and our happy ending. Guess what's uh, Guess what's on a uh, happy ending, another I, canine
1: story. I bet you're going to tell. We love the
0: dog stories. Yeah, good boy. Dog saved South Carolina veteran during a house fire. So in South Carolina... Okay, there's a fire in the house, and this four-legged friend, uh, you know, wakes him up. Tells him, hey, nudging him, wake up, wake up, man. The crib is on fire. We need to get out. He wakes up. This is an old war vet. This is a Vietnam guy. This this dude's got some age on him, man. Yeah. He wakes up, and he gets out just in time. Nobody got hurt. Just a little damage to the uh, old crib. And Paul, that does it for us this Saturday night. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. Hey, mind your own business. And watch that six, all right? Thank you. See you next week.